Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. What is going on, everybody? Welcome in to Underground Sports Philadelphia, episode number 405. It's KB coming at you with a solo dolo weekend show. Got a lot of NBA to dive into. That's what this episode is going to be primarily about. Daryl Morey goes on the Ricky, uh, saying that a buyout's imminent. I'm going to get into some of the potential other buyout candidates for this team. Recap uh, All-Star Weekend, tell you why the dunk contest is absolute trash now, uh, and a little pop culture talk, too, that I'll definitely get into on streamer season whenever we're able to record that this week, plus a little news and notes around the underground for you guys as uh, I keep you up to date with this busy-ass week that I have going on, uh, so we'll let you know all the ins and outs of everything going on, but before we get started... Uh, be sure to follow us on the socials at Underground PHI on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311. Subscribe to the podcast feeds, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, and leave those five-star ratings and reviews. Uh, let us know how you're feeling about the current state of your favorite Philly sports team. Check out our website, UndergroundSportsPhiladelphia.com. And uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com, search Underground Sports Philadelphia. Help us grow this YouTube channel. We're trying to take this thing to the mofo moon. Um, and, of course, check out the Twitch channel as well, twitch.tv slash PHI. We have some new gaming content coming in the next couple of months that you're not going to want to miss. So be sure to follow the Twitch channel. Uh, for just a new spin, new take on everything happening uh, with our gaming content because it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited for uh, a new chapter on uh, our Twitch channel. So twitch.tv slash undergroundsportsphi. Uh, go check it out there. Big thank you to our sponsors who make this show happen. Main Auto LLC, Douche Arms Pro Foot, Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Mark Ronchetti, CPA, LLC, Ed, the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland, and of course the boys over at Tomahawk Shades, the best small batch eyewear in the game. Go to TomahawkShades.com, use our code USP at checkout for 25% off your entire order, and that includes the Vista X1 snow goggles, the ski goggles are in stock, get the Tomahawk Athletic Club, Johns, uh, they got everything, TomahawkShades.com. Promo code USP at checkout. You get 25% off your entire order at TomahawkShades.com. And the boys over at Kenwood Beer. Go to KenwoodBeer.com and use the Kenny Tracker to see who has Kenwood Beer on tap. You got to be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly.
to get the whole podcast hosted by Steve McAvoy and John Mavalia. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at get in the whole pod and be on the lookout for a ton of great content, keeping you up to date on the world of golf, releasing weekly a part of the underground sports, Philadelphia family of podcasts, wherever you listen to your favorite shows. So let's get into it. Obviously we are in, uh, you know, Still the honeymoon phase because we haven't seen him on the court of the James Harden trade. But Daryl Morey did go on the Rights to Ricky Sanchez podcast right before the All-Star break. And put a little headline news out there. Put a little bits of information about the Sixers. A very good interview. Very fun listening to Daryl talk. Um, Daryl NFTs are still absolutely stupid, just to let you know, buddy. Um, But Daryl did say that... There is a buyout candidate imminent for the Sixers. Um, Presumably, you got to think it's a big man, like Daryl kind of hinted at, um, because they were talking about Tristan Thompson getting bought out, but then he was going to be signing with the Bulls. A lot of people are saying it could be Robin Lopez, um, which I wouldn't hate. I mean, Robin Lopez is a quality player uh, still at this phase of his career. He'd be fun. I think a lot of Sixers fans and a lot of like culty Sixers fans would gravitate towards Robin Williams, uh, Robin Lopez, Robin Williams, rest in peace. Um, Robin Lopez, he's a, a decent backup center that Joel Embiid will need in the playoffs, and um, you know you got to replace Andre Drummond now after the trade and everything. So I think it would make sense if it is a, a Robin Lopez type. I also saw the timeline floating around potentially Derek Favors, uh, who is currently with the Oklahoma City Thunder, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I'm going to pull up his information here. He is... Hmm, pulling up his spot track, spot track, whatever it is here. So Derek Favors is under contract for the rest of this year and next year. So I doubt he's getting bought out um, because he's under contract for $10.1 million next year with the Thunder. But he does have a 2022 player option, so he could opt out after uh, this season, I believe. Um, He would be another fun player to add to this mix. Um, I'm trying to think of any other options, but like, Derek Favors is the type that makes sense from just the standpoint of the way he plays and his style of play. I just don't know how big he is, honestly. Let's see. Derek Favors is Okay, so he's six foot nine. He's he's, you know, kind of a small ball big in a sense. Um you know, people have wrote about Derek Favors being a weird buyout candidate for the Sixers. Um, it, he's just another small type of guy that, you know, is already on this roster. When you have traded for Paul Millsap, you have Paul Reed here, you have Charles Bassey. So I don't think Derek Favors is necessarily the type of player that the Sixers should be targeting. I think a Robin Lopez, who is more of a traditional center, um, 
that that number five position on the court, even though basketball is pretty much positionless, would be more quote unquote enticing if I'm the 76ers and if I'm confiding in in Joel Embiid to go and get a guy on the buyout market. Um, let's see, Robin Lopez here. Yeah, I mean, Robin Lopez is with the Magic right now. He's seven foot. Um, he's going to be an option for a lot of people. A lot of teams out there that, you know, need that backup big. He's going to be somebody who is is coveted 100%. Um, I wonder if he's still active on Twitter. That would be quite funny. Yeah, he's decently, decently active. Um, tweets a lot about Sonic. <laughs> so that's pretty funny. Yeah, I think Robin Lopez would be a lot of fun. And I mean... I'd love to have Robin Lopez on the show. Uh, the Lopez brothers have been, you know, one of the best brother duos in the NBA for quite some time in just terms of longevity and reinventing the wheel of their careers and being able to last uh, in the NBA. So I think uh, Robin Lopez would be a phenomenal option. There's obviously the the rumor as well that the Sixers are looking for guards because of what Doc Rivers said uh, a couple weeks ago saying that they need a point guard. Uh, so heavy.com broke down potential options, you know, with Danny Green not looking like himself with the injury. Um, you know, Cork Moss isn't really a point guard. Shake Milton's been injured most of the season. He's missed 27 games this year. Um, so the hottest name on the buyout market guard-wise is Goran Dragic. I don't see Dragic coming here. He is uh he's been rumored to the Lakers, the Clippers, Bucks, Bulls, Nets, and Warriors. Um, after he got bought out by the Spurs following the trade from the Raptors. I just don't see him coming here. Um it, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. I it, <laughs> He's the type of guy that, you know, you, you dream of him coming here, but it's not going to happen. So cross Goran Dragic off your list. Um, another guy that's out there is, that's going to be probably bought out is Gary Harris from the Orlando Magic. He's like that 3 and D wing player. Uh, you know, he shoots almost 45% from the field, 36.2% from three uh, for his career. He's averaging 11.4 minutes. In 29.4 minutes per or 11.4 points in 29.4 minutes per game this year. Um, I mean, he is, yeah, I thought he used to play for the Nuggets, that's who I thought it was. Um, former first round pick, he's only 27 years old, so that's also quite interesting. Um, so I mean that gives versatility at like that small forward shooting guard position. He's six foot four. Um, did he just sign there? 
Oh, he was in the Aaron Gordon trade. That's right. That's right. I was like, how the hell did he end up in Orlando? Totally forgot about that. Um, yeah, I mean, he's a guy that would be interesting from a sense of sign him as a buyout candidate and then potentially re-sign him. Uh, you know, going into the offseason as he comes off this big contract, kind of get more of a an ideal fit and potentially a guy who can come in and, and be a, a shooter off the bench for you in replacing of like Danny Green in the offseason. It wouldn't shock me in the in the slightest if that's a possibility. I know they play a little bit different style of ball, but that's something that intrigues me for sure. Is getting a younger shooter potentially off the bench. Um that plays that three and D wing style of play. Uh, that is a much younger version of Danny Green. So would not hate that one bit. Uh, another one that Matt and I talked about last week on the show, Tyreek Evans. Um, he's coming off that two year drug suspension. He's only 32 years old, 32 years old combo guard. Uh, he got reinstated. He's working out down in Miami. Um, you know, He's a Chester, Pennsylvania native, so have a homecoming. He's a tough guy uh, on the court. Tyreek Evans is such an interesting story. So we'll see what happens uh, with him and his comeback tour. Dennis Schroeder, I don't want any parts of. DJ Augustine seems like he's past his prime. Um, you know, if he's available, maybe. But I don't see that happening. They listed John Wall. John Wall's not getting caught out. Um so, I mean, the way it sounds is they're only really going to get one buyout candidate. That's their target, and it seems like Daryl already knows who it's going to be, uh, which sounds like it's going to be the big man. So, we'll see what happens with the buyout market now that the All-Star break is over, and that's when things sort of get spicy and, and sort of get interesting for... Uh, for a lot of teams, and the Sixers obviously have that one open roster spot now since they did the three for two um, in the Harden trade, and we'll see what comes of it on the buyout market, but I'm very excited to kind of get that rolling, and hopefully this coming week we'll have a, that next piece on this Sixers roster, but we won't know until, uh, until they get bought out, which will probably start happening, I'd say this week, now that the All-Star break is over. Sometimes we all just need to wind down after a long day of enjoying our favorite sports teams go to work. And with the rise of streaming platforms, new TV shows and movies are popping up every single week. And it might be overwhelming not knowing exactly what to watch. Well, that's where streamer season comes in. The exclusive streaming platform discussion podcast for TV and movies on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. Join me, KB, and a plethora of our hosts right here at USP breaking down all the new TV and movies that you guys should be watching across all the various streaming platforms that are available to the masses. Catch us on streamer season wherever you get your podcasts. So obviously it was All-Star Weekend this week in Cleveland, the most non-All-Star-esque spot <laughs> to ever think of. Um, James Harden was there. 
Joel Embiid was there with his son. Tyrese Maxey there for the Rising Stars game. It's just so awesome seeing our superstars there. Obviously, James Harden did not play, but he was there for the NBA 75 stuff. Um, part of that team, along with Allen Iverson. Um, you know, you had Dr. J there. You had just the, the, the cream of the crop all-stars there. And there was a photo that the Sixers posted with Joel playing in the game, and then behind him it's Allen Iverson and Dr. J. And it's like those are the three most iconic, you know, Sixers that when you when you ask somebody to name members of the Philadelphia 76ers that they know off the top of their head, you know, those are three that immediately come to mind. There's obviously others as well, but those three are, are with Joel in that conversation, like easily most iconic for so many different reasons. You know, you have Dr. J and, and him being, you know, the, the icon that he was coming over from the Nets. And then you have Allen Iverson who culturally changed the NBA, not just the Sixers, but the entire sport entire league um and now you have Joel Embiid doing what he's doing at the center position for the Sixers and and changing the sport for the big man and he's the MVP this year 110 percent dropped 36 points in the all-star game was the leading scorer for team Durant should have been the all-star game MVP but hey you're gonna give it to Steph Curry do your thing I'll save the MVP award for Joel when it truly counts and uh that's at the end of the season but All-Star Game goes down. Team LeBron wins by three. Um, the 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 skills competitions in the All-Star Game have just dwindled down so poorly. And it's a shame because if you had more and more guys who were superstars competing in them, you, you would have such a better product. And it was really cool to see like Carl Anthony Towns win the three-point competition as a big man. Um, but the dunk contest is so lackluster, so boring. Like, sure, you have Obi Toppin, who's like dunk contest material, but some some of these dunks were so bad, and I can't even tell you who was fully in the dunk contest this year. Like, it was it was just so boring, so lame. Nothing really stood out in terms of just dunks and everything. Juan Toscano Anderson was the runner-up. Um, you had... Who else competed this year? Cole Anthony. Um, Jalen Green. Kevin Porter Jr. was with him, but he wasn't in the contest. Um, it was just a... Real le- like I I know it's cool to have like the the up and coming stars and the the young guys do everything, but man, we need an infusion of those guys and the stars who can come in and and really perform in the All Star Game skills competitions because like I had no interest in watching the dunk contest like I have in years past. I had no interest in watching the three point competition. No interest in the skills contest, like, it's just really boring. And you look at, like, Major League Baseball with the Home Run Derby. This year, you had superstars in the Home Run Derby. Like, Shohei Otani in the Home Run Derby. Um, 
Who else do we have this year? Pete Alonso, obviously, was born for the home run derby. Juan Soto, Salvador Perez, Joey Gallo, Trevor Story, Matt Olson, Trey Mancini. Like, that is the infusion of superstars, uh, you know, returning contestants, and the fun guys like Joey Gallo, Matt Olson, Trey Mancini. Then you have the superstars with Otani, Juan Soto, Trevor Story, and Pete Alonso, a defending champ. Salvador Perez is an icon in the sport. It's uh, it's one of those things that the dunk contest is truly lacking and truly missing out on. Is just capitalizing on the infusion of superstar talent and young talent, and I think it would just make the dunk contest so much better. Like the the last dunk contest that really meant anything was I I can't even tell you. Like the last like fun dunk contest. We all know the traditional big four sports and we have our favorite teams and enjoy them each and every week during their seasons. But what if I told you the fastest growing sport on two feet doesn't involve football, baseball, basketball, or hockey? Come join me, Dom Ponteri, and Harrison Cremens as we break down the sport of the future each and every week on the Outside the Box podcast, talking all things pro and college lacrosse right here on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. Like, these are your your dunk contest winners over the last decade. You had Nate, you know, 2008 was Dwight Howard. You had Nate Robinson go back-to-back. Blake Griffin, uh, Jeremy Evans, Terrence Ross, John Wall, Zach Levine went back to back, Glenn Robinson the third, Donovan Mitchell, uh, Hamido Hamido Diallo. Why do I not even know who this is? Derek Jones Jr., Afrony Simons, Obi Toppin. I don't even know who this is. Just a young guy from the from the Thunder. Oh no, he's on the Pistons now. Jeez, ew. That's how quickly time flies. What did he get when did he get traded there? Oh, this this season. Interesting. Um Yeah, like that's somebody who like I've never even heard of and now doesn't really have a name for themselves because they play in Detroit. No offense. Um like, the Dwight Howard, like, original dunk contest was, like, the last one that, like, Blake Griffin, maybe, Zach Levine had a, a decent one, but, like, since, like, the first Zach Levine dunk contest, there hasn't been much. There has not been much. Like, Vince Carter will obviously always be iconic, um... But man, the dunk contest has really just taken a huge fall from grace, and it's unfortunate because it could be a lot of fun. But there's just not enough originality, not enough superstar power behind it, and it's like trying to pull teeth to get any superstars to compete in the dunk contest. So the skills competition and everything with the NBA is so lackluster now that like I don't even bother watching it, and I just wait for the results, which is unfortunate because that's... 
the total opposite of what the league wants Saturday night to be for the All-Star break. Um, so, I mean, it sucks, but hey, that's that's where we're at right now. And the Sixers with their three All-Stars, because I include Tyrese Maxey in that discussion, was just a joy to see him in that Rising Stars jersey, get him introduced as a Rising Star, and Bede get introduced for the All-Star game. Um just a lot of fun and and now that it's over like I'm just ready. I'm ready to hear Matty Cord introduce James Harden as a member of the 76ers. I'm ready for him to be on the court with Joel Embiid with Tyrese Maxey and and just get this thing rocking and rolling. Um cuz the next Sixers game that we have obviously they had that big win against the Bucks. But their next game is Friday uh at the Timberwolves. Then you're at the Knicks on Sunday. And then first home game back from the All-Star break uh, is Wednesday night against the Knicks, which is potentially James Harden's debut if they decide to hold off and uh, let him debut at home, which will be a lot of fun. Um, And then Friday against the Cavs at home as well. I'm just ready. I'm ready for the James Harden, Joel Embiid, dynamic duo, us against the world, Philly versus everybody, you know, full throttle process to to get rocking and rolling. And it's going to be so much fun and so electric the first time James Harden steps out on the court when we hear Matty Court introduce him. The Wells Fargo Center is going to absolutely lose it. Top bins, top tier commentary. Top drawer, upper 90. You already down. know. <laughs> you it's already know. I think that's how it we always goes. Like 45 minutes and we're at like Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> Um, I'm Dominic Ponteri. I am Matt Kessler. And we are here to talk about Champions League soccer today. Hey, it's Top Ben's time. What's up? We're back. So I got a chance uh, today, myself, Matt, Sarah, CFO, Margie, and uh, injury expert extraordinaire, OG. Uh, we went to the Franklin Institute for the Harry Potter exhibit, which was absolutely awesome. Uh, we'll definitely get uh, in-depth on it at some point on streamer season, because uh, it definitely fits the the topic of that show. But if you guys are in the area, highly recommend getting tickets to go to it. It was fascinating. Um, bring somebody who's a big time Harry Potter fan. Cause you learn a lot as well. It's super interactive, which I think is awesome. Um, just a, a really awesome time and 
just the 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 exhibits that they bring to the Franklin Institute, whether it's Marvel, uh, now Harry Potter, like they blow you away. There's so many cool things, so many just like awesome flashbacks to remembering stuff that you might have forgotten from movies, and they had real life props, they had costumes, like such an awesome, awesome, awesome exhibit, and um. Like I want to try to go back. It was it was that cool, um, so I highly recommend going if you get the opportunity. Um, shout out to all my Raven Claws. We uh, it was opening weekend this week, and my sister had gotten the tickets in October, so we were ready to rock and roll. She's the biggest Harry Potter fan on the planet. Don't ever try to test that. Um, she'll blow you away with her Harry Potter knowledge. But yeah, I, I had an absolute blast. It was so much fun. Um, it, it's really made me want to go on a binge of all the movies and get into like the Fantastic Beast stuff before the new one comes out because I haven't seen any of those. Um, which comes out this year. April 15th, yeah, it comes out. Um, which will be pretty sick. I'm excited to see how this all kind of plays out and... Uh, kind of learn that aspect of the the Hogwarts universe because I, I think cinematic universe wise it's it's obviously Marvel is the top dog right now and probably will always be top dog um in terms of just like continuous content and, and putting things out it'll be Marvel Star Wars and Harry Potter as the top three until the end of time those those three are like the big dogs and then like you have the lord of the rings you have dc kind of rounding out the top five but i think the the big three are are those and i think the more that the harry potter universe continues to pump out like the fantastic beast stuff and um just more and more content it'll it'll continue to be just a behemoth uh in the, the cinematic universe realm of things. So definitely recommend going and seeing the Harry Potter exhibit. If you're a fan, if you're a casual fan, no matter what, like it is that cool. Um, so definitely go check it out. Not an ad, uh, from the Franklin Institute or anything or the Harry Potter exhibit. It's just super cool, super fun. And, uh, definitely, definitely worth, uh, going and checking out. So definitely go check that out. If you're in the area at the, the Franklin Institute, I know it was texting DJ, my co-host on OTB, massive Harry Potter fan as well, and he was like, I'm coming through next trip to Philly, we're going. Uh, so it, it is that cool. I'll be posting pictures on my on my socials um, for everybody to, to check out because it was, it was awesome. It's something I'll definitely remember for a very, very, very long time. Um, and speaking of, you know, just things on the docket, a little inside the underground, uh, this week's going to be absurdly busy for your boy um it's musical season it's tech week it is opening of the show week at buna regional high school um so we are working on figuring out when we're going to record quote-unquote wednesday night show if it'll still be on wednesday or not um we will let you guys know what the deal is and then uh 
Just if, if it's slow on the socials, if it's slow everywhere, just know it's because uh, I'm working. <laughs> working like crazy. Uh, don't know how much sleep I'm going to get this week. It's going to be a wild time, but apologies in advance for any lack. It, like It's nice that it is all-star break for the NBA and... The Sixers are off until Friday, which is nice for me, so I don't really have to worry too much about that. But um going to work on letting you guys know when the show will be recorded. I mean, if I have to do it, even if we even have to record it earlier on Wednesday, if we can, um, and I'm remote or whatever from the high school with Matt, we'll, we'll figure it out and make it happen. But just wanted to give you guys the... The lowdown ahead of time for the real ones out there who uh, have been rocking with us and support the show. So stay tuned for everything. Uh, got a busy week ahead of myself. Super stressed out. Super just like uh, anxiety and nerves. So send the good vibes. And uh, you can do that by following us on the socials at Underground PHI on Twitter and Instagram. Follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311. Check out the website, undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com, for all of our written content. Subscribe to the podcast feeds. Leave those five-star ratings and reviews. Let me know what you're most excited about as we head into the James Harden era of Sixers basketball. Your thoughts on All-Star Weekend and everything else in between. Five stars only because we have standards. We know you do too, and we know they're five stars. And subscribe to the YouTube channel. Search Underground Sports Philadelphia on YouTube. Uh, for our YouTube channel, soft, soft release for video podcasts, hopefully coming early March. No, uh, no promises yet, but that is the goal is to hopefully start rolling out full video episodes of all of our underground sports, Philadelphia podcasts in early March. Uh, so subscribe to the YouTube channel, click the bell, but, uh, no icon, so you don't miss a notification of when videos go up, all that good stuff. And uh, big thank you to our sponsors. Main Auto LLC, Douche Arms Pro Foot, Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Mark Ronchetti CPA LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. And of course, Tomahawk Shades and Kenwood Beer. Go to TomahawkShades.com, use code USP at checkout for 25% off your entire order at TomahawkShades.com and Kenwood Beer. Go to KenwoodBeer.com and use the Kenny Tracker to see you as Kenwood Beer on tap in the Philadelphia area. you got to be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly. But this has been Underground Sports Philadelphia, episode number 405. It's James Harden season, ladies and gents. Joel Embiid is the MVP, and I'm your boy KB. And until next time, I am shining off. Peace.